Thank you so much for tuning in to She's All Over the Place with Kiriaki. That's me. Okay, here we go. Uh, this episode is brought to you by my iPhone. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear the quality difference, but uh, I left my interface at my mom and dad's, which I premeditated because I've been wanting to leave it there so I don't have to travel with it. It's just like a nuance carrying it. Not really because I love voiceovers, so it's not, but I'm just saying like having one at my mom and dad's because I go there often in my home studio to have one there. It's good. So I accidentally left it. I was there for Thanksgiving. I accidentally left it. So I ordered a new one to come to my place in New York and uh, it arrived in the mail room and the mail room is now closed. So uh, I felt very inspired to record this podcast. I've been wanting to reach out to you and uh, record sooner and I apologize that you did not hear from me please forgive me. How was your Thanksgiving? I want to know. Write to me. How can you be more connected with me? What's the best way for you? I don't know. There are so many social media platforms out there. There's so many different subscription models out there. Um, I honestly, I've been swimming to find which one is the best one that I like for me. Yeah, I would love to connect more. So let me know what outlet's the best for you. You can write to imaginekatie at gmail.com and let me know. And uh, we can make it happen. Okay, this is a reflection episode. And it's a great time of year because it's December. And well, anytime is a great time to reflect, but especially really intimate, you know, my birthday month in November. And then, um, you know, after Thanksgiving, and we're in in December, here we go. So Andre 3000 released his new album. First time, I think, the article in NPR that I read said 17 years. I'm going to put the article in the show notes. Um, it's very prolific. I was so moved that I sent it to a bunch of people when I thought about them when I was reading it. I sent it, I forwarded it to them to be a conduit. My godmother, her one of her doormen messaged me. Um, well, I messaged him because he was having an issue and I got information from my sister because he had a, a torn uh, ligament and I was telling him about Thorn, T-H-R. R-O-N-E. I love the product Thorn. They're amazing. Instantaneously, I want to heal him and help him. I've known him for so many years just by going to my godmother's place. And he's so sweet. And he's so kind. Like every everyone is there. Anyway, I messaged him because this was before I left for Thanksgiving. And I said, hey, did you get the Thorn product? And he, you know, wrote me back. And he's just like, you have the I-D-G-A-F attitude. And you're so positive. He's like, don't ever change. And he's wrote, and then he wrote, you're a conduit. And I, when people say certain words, I like to go to the root. Even if I have a brushstroke, an idea, an inspiration of what it means, I just like to go to the root to see what, you know, what it says from the dictionary, the Bible, where the resource came from, slang of today. So I looked up conduit. It was really beautiful. And that is my gift. You know, it's my gift. And sometimes people try to capitalize on their gift and... Sometimes, you know, I, I've gone to do it and it just doesn't feel right, but it just feels unfair, but it's paying it forward. And being one of God's angels has always been, you know, my intention and to connect good people with good people. And I see energies and how I can bring people together. And, and that's my gift. And, and I really love it. And a conduit is just that someone who, you know, it's, it's different things comes from the Bible, but um, it's different things. But you know, in a nutshell, it's someone who takes a light and puts it with another light and leads them in the good direction. So um, that really warmed my heart circling back around uh, before I shared that story. Yeah, reflection. So Andre 3000, 
2000, this NPR article I'm going to put in the show notes, I've been listening to it on repeat. Uh, morning, day, night, right before I started recording, I was uh, listening to it and I turned it off and I'll put it back on. I was doing my breath work, running in place in yoga for one hour, listening to it. And uh, I was starting to cry. I thought about psychological things, you know, like trauma and traumatic things that I was intently, you know, leaning into of wanting to, you know, heal and empower myself and get past certain insecurities of my own. And, and something came up and it was really gentle and sweet but a cry came up and then my yaya called me which was god's grace for that to happen um you know it was really gentle and beautiful and then this morning or last night when i was listening to like two in the morning i was just lying there with my infrared red light and i just had like tears coming down just like i wasn't like crying wobbing but like sobbing but just like tears i was like on my side and just tears just kept coming out it's just it's so joyfully beautiful it restructures the way we look at music, the way we look at hip hop, the way we look at artistry, the way something's supposed to be. It's a shift in dynamic on a multitude of levels. And it's so prolific and magnificent. And I am just so moved. You know, I have a catalog right now of like 30 tracks that I released that are experimental that I made based on how I was feeling. And the way I describe it is like, you know, I, I journal, I write poetry. And when I'm writing, it's it's my words, it's my sing, it's my song. But when I'm making beats on Ableton and I'm, I'm producing and I'm making beats, it's just like poetry, but with instruments. It's not lyrics, it's not words, but it's a feeling, it's a vibration, it's a sound of how I'm feeling and that transmute and that's how we're all connected through music. There's this universal saying that, you know, one song means universe and it's how we can all connect in the article, the NPR article with Andre 3000. He was saying he would get into an Uber or Lyft, a car, and he'd be playing his flute and there would be a, a, a Chinese man or someone from India and they're like, oh, that sounds like from my country or this flute or this flute and then he would get those flutes. But how it made this man cry and how it just moved these people by, you know, just playing the sound. So it's it's really, really exciting and I'm, I'm really, I'll just be listening to it probably the next few months because uh, I started, all right, my day one when I came back to New York, um, when I was in Detroit, I decided I'm going to be doing breath work every day. So, so day one of breath work and it's like the perfect tunes to listen to while like you're washing the dishes or whatever you're doing. It's my repeat go-to in my healing journey of where I am. It's very apropos. Anyway, moving right along, I had a photo shoot today um, with me. He's from Poland and my friend Lee, she did the makeup and she organized it and everything. Uh, really great work and we're building on um, different levels together. So I'll chat more about that with you. But I love collaboration and I love... Um, oh, so um, while well, I was listening to Andre 3000 and... Uh, you know, I was thinking about my breath work and I'm like, oh, I want to, you know, do the breath work, like no excuse. I want to do it every day. And I found myself scared to breathe. I found myself paralyzed, short breath and scared to breathe. And then I would take some deep breaths and then I would stop breathing and then I would go back to it. And then I, I was like attuned to it and I was able to like do some deep breaths and get past it. But I never realized like how scared I was to breathe. Maybe there, that's why I have my irritation. That's why a lot, maybe that's why a lot of people don't breathe the way that we do because 
we have so much fear and fight and flight. Um, and we're just so disconnected from our breaths. We're disconnected from our microbiome. We're just so, you know, disconnected in so many different ways. So yeah, it was like my first time I really gently looked at it and realized like, yo, like I'm scared to breathe right now. It was like difficult to just take some deep breaths. I had some anxiety around it. I definitely got past it. So yeah, I'm excited to do some breath work today. Uh, let me know if you're doing any breath work, what kind of workout you're doing, yoga. My goal right now is to do it four times a week. I just want to like be active four times a week, do breath work every day, but make sure I'm dancing, moving my body four times a week, two times maybe like at my place and then two times a week maybe at my godmother's place. I'm just like doing a structure and, and breaking it down so I can just not overcommit but commit and um, take action. So yeah, moving right along. Yeah, just again, all of that happened um, while listening to Andre 3000's album. I definitely highly suggest listening to it immediately over and over again. Um, the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, oh my god, we're already at song one again. Like it, the first time you listen to it, it's, it's long. But then after you listen to it a few times, it's like you can't get enough of it. It feels like it goes by so fast, actually. But it's really healing on a planetary level for a lot of people and it, we're always talking about how artists heal people but i feel this album particularly in a very enlightened way heals artists so then artists can be the ones that heal on a macro level but it really changes the structure on how we look at music and how we look at old models you know models that are now that don't fall into place that don't keep up with where we are now yeah i feel like there's going to be some really cool new unique ways music will be presented uh moving forward oh and i was saying how i have like um the instrumentals and i could release them but i do voiceovers too and um now i'm mixing and and mastering so i'm dabbling and leaning into to see where i could go definitely wanted to make some music tonight but again like I don't have my interface right now so I wasn't able to and I, I really wanted to record a podcast I'm like I can just use my iPhone I'm not gonna let it stop me and I'm like yo if I really after this want to make a, a song which I do I could just record the lyrics on my iPhone and I got this um, program called Lander they had a special for during Thanksgiving where I had Ableton 9 before from DJ music school in 2016 but now there's Ableton 11 so you get Ableton 11 plus all these plugins and um, packs and stuff or I can put like effects and things on my voice and do cool things which is very overwhelming because that's a lot but I could just you know dissect it and this could be an opportunity um this evening to go in and and play with it although I know I'm gonna get stuck and frustrated which is really hard for me but um you know I I, I dived in but I could dive in a little more and the point of saying all this is just create you know I'm like rambling over here but it's just to inspire you to like not know what to do and just create I read Rick Rubin's The Creative Act a way of being and everyone like talks about and there's a lot of quotes about Rick Rubin and his philosophies and I feel we're very much the same in a lot of ways but you know like once you put something out there it's already successful just create one step at a time so you know I shared with you on former episodes like you know I did the ripple effect I don't think I did actually a, a whole podcast episode on that which 
maybe next week I will because I'm going to have a reflection because the campaign ends, wow, today actually, uh, tomorrow, it ends tomorrow. So I'm definitely doing a YouTube uh, vlog reflection on everything I learned by uh, raising crowdfunding. Wow, I learned so much. So we'll save that for another podcast episode. But this book I've been wanting to get out for two years and it was ready to go last June. I got Bad Out, which was great. You know, I, I put out another song and Culture Kids is out there. I got the trailer. I entered into some film festivals, some some early bird film festivals through Film Freeway, you know, just in the web series category. We're going to shoot some more stuff. So like things that have been holding me back and just like inside of me that I've like been paralyzed and just like holding on to for so long. Like I just wanted them all to get out right now, no matter what, just so like I have a clean, clear vessel a clean clear white canvas and just so I can just like move forward in my life now fully like matured like fully you know full circle from all that other stuff I was attached to which Alejandro Younger calls quantum detoxification his book called name clean he was supposed to be on the podcast hopefully we're gonna have a monsoon um he had some personal family issues so many blessings for him and his family he's a New York Times uh bestseller he has a book called clean he has three versions So you want to get the one where it's like a clear glass and it's clear water half full. There's 12 chapters and get the audiobook in the 12th chapter. And he's from Uruguay and he talks about quantum detoxification. So there's like, you know, physical toxins and then there's environmental toxins. There's noise pollution from, you know, what we hear from other people like on the streets of New York City or just like what our environment tells us. So there's different kinds of toxins that we know about. And he talks about like quantum detoxification and how like right now you could be thinking of someone or you're always thinking about them and they're taking up space in your brain right and you don't want to think about them or you're thinking about them or you're always like oh my dad would do this my dad would do that or my mom would do this or my sister would do this and you're always thinking about like this person in your mind all the time instead of just like listening to your own voice and your own intuition and sometimes we're not even connected to that intuition and to that voice because there's so much noise from other people so there's like quantum detoxification um i highly suggest listening um to his audiobook to hear his voice his passion and his connection with each word and how he explains it. It's really, really beautiful. But you know, I've been practicing quantum detoxification for most of my existence, although I didn't know it was called quantum detoxification in 2014. <laughs> you know, but I know that now for the last uh, couple years, that's really important. So yeah, circling back around, I just wanted to get like everything out off my plate. So I can just have a clear mind, clear heart, clear soul, clear everything. So we're in a tentative agreement right now for the strike, I need to vote tomorrow. I have been going um, out for TV shows and films, which is very exciting. I ran so many different times and I've gone in so many different directions and I've tried a lot of things and I'm grateful for all those opportunities, all my travels and everything. And I'm really, really focused on who I am, what I want to become, what I value. You know, my whole entire life I've been exploring value. You know, what other people value, what do I value, what is value in a modern day of social media. A lot of times like you know something that would look so prolific to someone else like I just kind of like sometimes I'm hard on myself or undermine myself or cut down my ego or I'm not I get confused like is it ego that I'm posting this or like how is this adding value like is this showing off like so sometimes I just sit with things for a long time you know before I you know share things with people if that makes any sense but um you know exploring value is if you have any recommendations on books 
on value, uh, please let me know, like leave it in the comments and, and connect with me and let me know. Would definitely all like to check that out. But value and Andre 3000, the NPR uh, link will be in below. It's just like he speaks my language and the language is not the word you're hearing right now. It's a different kind of language. It's a vibe. It's a feeling. It's why you show up here and you listen to me, my voice, my vibes, how I think, what I say. You know, it's something within you that connects and uh, you get it. You know, I'm in my position right now. And, you know, when I tell you a story, so like a few years ago, when I was, you know, making beats and stuff, I saw this thing with Phineas and Apple and it was like, less than five minute video and and he was Phineas is Billie Eilish's brother and they make music together and he was talking about when he makes music he just goes like it's like an experiment right he's not thinking about chorus first verse second verse like any of those things and when I make music I just like boom go and that's it like a lot of times I leave it verbatim like that is it it's just that and I just I send it like that it's like sometimes I do songs like 12 minutes 17 minutes long like super long that I had to like cut them down and I was doing like seven minute songs and five minute songs and I had to like cut them down even more so I tried doing like three minute songs like just to make them short because I go like on these journeys but cutting to Andre 3000 like some of his songs are like 17 minutes long and he was talking about like just going in and diving and giving them like a full immersed experience and it just gives me that reboot of confidence to like listen to my own little voice and intuition of like what I was doing just because like it's not popular just because everyone else isn't doing it doesn't mean like I shouldn't do it like so it gives me permission to like you know do the longer tracks that I was doing and so it uplifts me so I hope my voice and this information like uplifts you to trust yourself more in what you're doing even if you're not getting you know all the applause and notoriety that you know we want the attention the the acknowledgement of what we're doing and we're, we're creating but circling back around to Phineas yeah he was saying like everything's an experiment I'm like oh that's me and I and I kept that for like a long time and you know I, I remember it but it kind of um you know, kind of like melts away. It's not as strong as when you like first hear it and you're like amped about it. But, you know, a few years later now, I hear this this article about Andre 3000 and now he's talking more and I'm listening and I'm amped again. Like when I listen to that Phineas video and I watch that Phineas video, I'm like amped again. I'm like, yeah, that's it. It's like, oh, and it gives me that ambition to like keep doing what I was doing and keep creating and putting stuff out there. That's where I was then with Phineas. This is where I am now. And then what I'm saying to you is like, and then before that, like, where I was before that, you know? So I'm always searching and looking for my voice to be expanded and louder and not be so critical, judgmental on myself, you know, of how I sound and the words that I use. And am I being too passionate? Am I crying and screaming? Because sometimes I just want to be like, Rah, and I just want to scream it all out. And then people will be like, oh my God, she's not, she's crazy. Like, look at the way she like, you know, says things. And it's like, oh, that's all in my head. And I just get past all those things. And, you know, what if I repeat myself or lose my thought or it doesn't come out like uh, a valid Victorian or if I'm giving some kind of, you know, speech <laughs> somewhere. So um, I always stop myself and judge myself from, you know, being committed and sticking to certain things because of those things. So if I'm doing that, I'm, I'm sure you are too. I, maybe you know what I mean. Oh, I'm not really sure, but let me know. So I have a new song coming out um, December 6th. It's called Grateful. I made it the, um, the evening uh, before Thanksgiving. 
my dad was doing his thing, my sister and my mom were doing their things. And I just felt like, I don't know, like alone. Like I wanted to be like connected like to my power and what I was doing. And like I was like on a roll for 10 days in New York before I left. And I just wanted to like keep focused. So I just went in my studio and made some music, recorded some voiceover lyrics. And it was supposed to release actually uh, like November 30th, but I'm using a new distribution company, United Masters, which I highly suggest United Masters instead of DistroKid. DistroKid, like it's like a hundred dollars to release each song because with all the bells and whistles and things that they add on it's like so it's like so much but united masters you pay a one-time fee all year it's like so low it's like 60 bucks i should be an affiliate with them and and um and it's great you can release whatever you want but it's only my second time releasing a song on their platform and they have all these goodies like you can put your song like submit it to nba espn you can submit it to like a tiktok and i didn't read the instructions well because i didn't do what it said but i will next time but like they have all these like goodies and add-ons for like licensing deals and opportunities for artists so i definitely like united masters however i put um the title of the song grateful on the right and then iconic and i guess you can't use any words that aren't your artist name or the title so they rejected it and because they rejected it i went and changed it and then i changed it and i just thought like oh it was good to go but no it didn't come out you had to submit it again i didn't know you had to click the submit button so i'm like oh and so it wouldn't do it immediately so it's like oh december 6th so it's gonna be released december 6th but lucky you i'm gonna play it right now so you can hear it yeah yeah vibes vibes it's called grateful but yeah i just left it a lot of instrumental on it i just did some lyrics i did some cool things with the mixes it's my second time ever mixing a song so i was just like trying something new but didn't even like really give it to anyone just played it in my car with my uncle i mastered it two different ways i'm like yo do you like it this way this way i did send it to a couple friends i'm like do you like it analog do you like it fire and you know they gave me their own thoughts and of course they're all different so then it's like fudge you just gotta go with what you want and what you need because if you get too many opinions they'll tell you everything and then you can't make a choice caroline mice she's a miss she's um a mystic intuitive from chicago mice m-y-s-s she has like 16 books on libby she's amazing caroline mice look her up she has a ted talk on choices i'll leave it in the show notes it's like a 20 minute ted talk 22 minute ted talk or something um on choices and the power of the choice but i think it's on there or somewhere she says, she talks about like, just an example, like, oh, where do you want to go to dinner? Oh, oh, where do you want to go to dinner? Like no one, oh, I don't care. Like wherever you want, like no one can make a choice. Like, where do you want to go to dinner? Do you want sushi? Do you want fish? Like, what do you want? Like people have such a hard time, like saying what they want. I feel that, like, I feel that. I can do it for other people all day, but when it comes to myself, like I have a really hard time. Uh, I didn't before, didn't before at all. But then I, something happened and I went on this journey where I started people pleasing and caring what other people thought and like wouldn't like speak up for myself or my voice or my own needs like I wouldn't get my own needs met and it really took me on this lost path but hey everything happens for a reason I was probably supposed to go on that path so I could be here sharing with you now lose yourself to find yourself and I lost myself but and I did it but I I I choose not to ever like let go of that again I'm so brave to to have it to know it to let it go and then to like reclaim it but what I'm saying to you now is that's when I did dreamland 1111 people 
most people don't even like remember their power because at such a young age from being abused, told what to do by community, society, by being brainwashed, you know, from the TV, from being beaten down, abused and what school teaches you. A lot of people, their fires go out and they don't remember their power. I was such a sensitive that I remember to keep my flame and I had to protect my flame. I, I did my first piece when I was 12, a poetry piece called Oddball. And I just remember I was, I had this flame Flame. And I remember just my antennas were out and I was listening to what people were saying and how they were being and what was going around me sensorially with like TV and what my grandma would say, what my parents would say, what the TV would say. And I just remember to remember that I had to protect that. And so I did and I went off to the world and I had like all these wonderful experiences, which we won't get into right now. But then I chose to walk down a path with someone else hand in hand and let go of all that. And, but I remember to remember in 2014 that I was going in to face, to this labyrinth, to face jealousy, to explore jealousy and to explore anger, right? The number one emotion jealousy and the number two emotion, anger. So I remember to remember that I was going in as a scientist. I was going into this labyrinth to total, like the matrix, to totally like lose myself. And I was so deep in it that I was attached to that character. So Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about like, okay, if something happens between you and me, we get in a fight. We get in a fight, it's a fight, it's a fight. If it goes on for like four or five days, you know, like a week, two weeks, it becomes like a mood, right? It could be like a bipolar mood where you stay in this mood and then you flip out of it and you're in this other mood and then you're in this mood. But if you stay in this mood five years, one year, like seven years later, it becomes your character. So then you take that energetic lineage of being that way and going to the root of what got you upset or whatever the emotion was and you dismantle it and when you energetically dismantle it you know you fire and wire your neurotransmitters in a different way you can fire and wire new synapses and then you can unfire and unwire and so if you dismantle a certain way of being I looked at myself and I realized holy camoles like I became this person and got into these moods and they're not who I am. And I had an epiphany and I woke up and I was like, oh my God, like in 2014, I chose to explore jealousy and anger and I went down this path. But these attributes, these things are not me. Like these are not me. And I was like, oh my God, like I never have to say or be or do or hang around these people again or do any of these things that I put myself through. Like I don't have to do that. I do not have to do that. And I just dismantled all of that and energetically it just like melted away and you just rise to the next vibration and go higher and or you move forward and you just remove yourself and you don't have to push it away it just doesn't exist you, it's just like flowing like it's not there and I don't have to explain myself of why it's not there it just is there's no past past is depression we have right now the moment the future is anxiety the future that doesn't exist right but we have these visions so we can be here now and dismantle from things that don't serve us without explaining to yourself or to anyone or even understanding why. So there we go. There you have it. I hope that um, sheds some light and inspiration on you. I love you so much. I'm going to rock and roll out of here. Yeah, um, you know. I have been very proud to have a podcast in my fifth season. This is the first season that I've gone all year, first time ever from January 
all the way to December every single week. The first 12 to 16 weeks were three times a week and then we went to one day a week and I think I think I missed last week. It's like you have to self-sabotage. You have to, you know, <laughs> anyway. So forgive me. I love you so much and I'm here for you. And uh, if you like a certain day of the week better, let me know. I'm talking to my girlfriend who's an investigator and she's really good at interviews. And I'm talking with her about developing to give her a day of the week on the show. So I think that would be really, you know, advantageous for you. Yeah, rock and roll. Say some prayers and good wishes that you'll be seeing me on TV soon because uh, that's the goal, getting back on TV. Let's go. Releasing new music, St. Kiriaki, S-A-I-N-T-K-Y-R-I-A-K-I. It's in the link below. Definitely follow me on all the music platforms so you can hear all the new music I have coming out um, nonstop. I'm really excited just to like focus and do the music and create and play. Yeah, so I don't know if I should play my grateful song for you right now. I don't know. I don't know if I should do that. I don't know. I guess it's like a sneak peek if you hear it here first. But yeah, it, it'll be out on December 6th everywhere else. So anyway, um, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. First and foremost, I am grateful for you. And we're in the top 2% podcast out of almost 4 million podcasts because of you. Please make sure you're liking, subscribing, sharing this with a friend and um, just sharing this around. I'm an independent podcaster. So yeah, I just do this through my intuition, ambition and uh, my love for human connection. You know, it's the number one thing, human connection. So definitely want to find different ways that I can connect with you more. Just um, pay it forward even more. I don't know. I don't know how that looks. Just give me some ideas of what you want and uh, we'll make it happen. Okay, take really good care. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Kiriaki, over and out.